I thought this is when we need the registry most. When half of our stuff is gone and the other half of our stuff was from our wedding registry and we really don't want to see that anymore. Are you ready? Are you shitty down? We're going to pull back the curtain on the divorce process, the mistakes and the missteps. How can couples navigate the divorce process? Can you still divorce in a healthy way? The conversation is as good as it gets. It's fun, insightful. It will change the way you think about your life and how to tackle life's challenges. The Shine On Podcast, season three. It's episode 65 of the Shine On Podcast. I'm Evan Shine. On today's episode, I sit down with the dynamic duo behind Fresh Start Registry, Olivia Dreisen Howell and Jenny Dreisen. They're sisters, founders of an incredible and empowering company to help people start fresh, move forward, and adjust to life after a transition. Producer Dave, how are you? I'm doing great. 65 another i mean 65 is not like silver anniversary or anything but it's a nice round number so congratulations <laughs> sir no congratulations to you and dave i gotta tell you i am feeling good like phenomenal mm. finally after weeks of rain unpredictable rain thunderstorms and unmanageable humidity it was an absolutely beautiful weekend in New York, in many areas on the East Coast, I know you're up in Boston, the sun was shining. It felt absolutely incredible. Yeah, finally. Yeah, it seemed like nature was playing a cruel joke on us and giving us sunny days, like certain spots on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays only. But weekend was great. I was up in Vermont with a, a friend. We had some fun at a lake and uh, life is good. I'm with you. Life is good. You want you want to know what I did this weekend? What did you do? Ask me what I did. What did you do? What did you do, Mr. Shine? What did you do this weekend? You want to know what I did? I did nothing for the <laughs> first time in a long time. I did nothing. I mean, I actually. Well, let me take that back. I finished the Bear, which if you oh, haven't yeah. watched the show, you should watch it. it I, I I loved it. Jeremy Allen White, brilliant. A little different role than Shameless, which he was brilliant in also. Mm. But I got to tell you, I was obsessed with the Bear, season one, season two. I don't know if it's renewed yet for season three, which I don't know what the hell is taking so long, but I couldn't get enough of the bear. Have you seen it? Yep. See, saw both both uh, seasons just like you. Sec I thought second season was, first season was good. I thought second season was great. And people are talking about this one episode with guest appearance by Jamie Lee Curtis. She is out of this world. Just, it's, sometimes it's hard to watch because of the frenetic pace of it and everything. But man, is it well done. It's well done, and apparently I, I, I looked up because there's so many celebrities I heard yeah. wanted to be in the bear, and you think about all the celebrities, all the people, that famous episode that took place in the house and how many people are sitting around the table. It, it, it was incredible with brilliant performances. So I watched the bear. Mm. But other than watching the bear, I did nothing. Look, I was coming off a trial, and I said to myself, I am going to take the weekend off from work, something I, I never do. So instead of sending, I don't know, 100 emails, I sent 50. But <laughs> look, I, I needed it. And I was thinking to myself, as I was taking the week off, when people are going through a divorce, people get all sorts of advice. How to handle the stress, how to handle the transition, the highs and lows of divorce, the emotional roller coaster that we've talked about here on the podcast. And sometimes the best advice is the advice people don't get. Mm. 
just take the day off mm -hmm. from thinking about your divorce, dealing with your divorce, or talking about your divorce. Look, we've said it before, we'll say it again, divorce is a full-time job, and yes, it's your life. Yes, it's your children. Yes, it's your money, and yes, it's your future. But sometimes all you need to do to dial it down, take the stress away just for a day, and clear your mind from divorce world, just do nothing. And so Dave, let me ask you, when you were going through your divorce, how did you handle the divorce stress or times when things were tough? Yeah, what your advice is spot on. And you'll find that you have some, at least I did, I found that I had more time on my hands than I used to. and. A rare thing. We're all busy. We all full time jobs, and the divorce is a, a stressful, a stressful journey, right? But you're dividing time with the kids, and so instead of sort of lamenting and getting depressed in those downtimes, I tried to do what you did. I tried to maybe to pick up, pick up the guitar, which I'm a crappy guitar player. I tried to get a little better at that and, <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> but I should also mention Evan that who's going through a divo divorce the star of the bear, Jeremy Allen White. And so if, I know. so if you're listening, Carmi, I know a good divorce lawyer right here in New York, and he's on the line with me now. <laughs> always thinking about me. That's what I love about you, Dave. <laughs> all, 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 always thinking about the Shine On podcast and me. That's right. Dave, I'm fired up for the docket. We have a celebrity-themed docket. Stay with you, Jeremy Allen. White mm -hmm. theme. We have a celebrity-packed, celebrity-filled docket that I'm fired up for. So as usual, let's fire up the docket. And now let's see what's on the docket. As you said, Evan, we check in with several celebrities. The first such celebrity, Ariana Grande, in an article that comes to us from Vanity Fair. Item one. Headline reads, Ariana Grande scrubs Instagram of wedding photos amid Dalton Gomez divorce. And so we know our Ariana Grande, the pop star, she has cleared a social media of her soon to be ex-husband without so much as a thank you next muses the article. Your thoughts on this one, Evan? Dave, I absolutely love this. And look, anytime we can talk about one of your favorites, we do it, Ariana Grande. I know you're a huge fan. Look, I like what she did. Yeah. And here's why. She starts, she wants to start fresh. Right, and look, that fits in with our featured guest spot today, co-founders of the Fresh Start Registry. But especially when you're in the public spotlight, why give any of her, I don't know, 300, 400, by the time, by the end of the day today, it might be 500 million social media followers, the ability to comment and weigh in on past photos of her and her soon-to-be ex and offer their opinions. I love it. And look, she may take a little heat for it, but I love it. Starting fresh, wiping the social media. Let's not focus on the past. And to me, it's all about the future. So I love what she did. I'm with you. And Ariana Grande has a song called No Tears Left to Cry. And maybe that's where she is now in the process. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Ariana. And of course, we wish you luck. Item number two on the docket comes to us from people.com. And it concerns one of my favorite actors from uh, Modern Family. Item two. Actress Sofia Vergara and actor Joe Manganiello 
are divorcing after seven years of marriage. The news comes out after Vergara was spotted celebrating her 51st birthday without her husband or a wedding ring. And sure enough, the husband in this situation, Joe Manganiello, I think he's known for uh, Magic Mike, Evan, I believe, and other things. Yes, he, yep, you um, got it. He, he formally filed for divorce just last week as we record this. So your thoughts on this celebrity couple? Well, Dave, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Does the sitcom exist anymore? Does the comedy, the 30-minute comedy, th- does it exist? I mean, Modern Family was great. I know we had Professor Bob Thompson on, the epic and legendary professor from my alma mater, Syracuse University, the Newhouse School of Communications, talk about Modern Family two years ago when he joined us for, for a podcast episode. How they just don't make shows like this anymore, shows that reflect real life and real life issues. When's the last time you sat down on regular TV mm. and watched an exceptional 30-minute show? They are a dying breed. It's, I believe, because we're in the age of prestige TV. So producers of television flex their muscles more and do these shows like The Bear, which is anything but a sitcom. It's this sweeping, dramatic, sort of epic tale. And uh, Modern Family might history might show that it was sort of the last great sitcom and uh, things are going to get even different over the next couple of years with the uh, writer's strike. Unfortunately, I think we're going to be seeing just a lot of reality TV. Yeah, no, unfortunately is right. But look, what I want to talk about after with respect to this article is, is the celebrity split every day. There's another celebrity split. So what's your take? Are there more celebrity splits than ever before? Or are we just talking about them more? and learning about them more because of social media and how publicized celebrities are? I'm not sure because I like both theories are possible. Divorce is, the divorce rates are no secret, higher than they were, call it like decades ago. And information age being what it is, we hear about them in almost in real time. On the other hand, celebrities have always lived this sort of different world than us. They play by different rules. They lead glamorous lives. They're interacting with people all the time. And so there were celebrities in the 50s that were getting divorced probably at a higher clip than the rest of us so-called normal people. (laughs) I mean, you take a (laughs) celebrity, Johnny Carson famously had many wives, made fun of them on on his show. Uh, I believe Frank Sinatra was married multiple times. So... Who knows? But the, you can't get a more high-profile couple than uh, so these days than Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello. Yeah, and look, they issued a joint statement, which was nice. They want their privacy to be respected. It was a statement that was an amicable one. So do I think this is going to be one of those bitter, knockdown, drag-out divorces? At least right now, it doesn't look like that, which is always a good thing. And more on this same couple with item three. Item three article in the New York Times and the headline reads why you can't stop reading about Sofia Vergara's split when celebrities break up we can't get enough of it should we care probably not says the article but heartbreak might be the most relatable thing about the stars apropos of what we were just talking about Evan your thoughts on this article well Dave this might be the first time ever that we gave a celebrity two spots not one but two spots <laughs> on the docket Sophia Vergara and her divorce takes up docket spot two and three because you know what there's so many ways to look at this not because it's going to be necessarily a contested divorce a high conflict divorce but it brings up the topic of celebrity divorce and so this article 
fantastic article in the New York Times by Remy Tuman. Pick up a copy. But it sort of piggybacks off what we were talking about, the celebrity divorce. And when you hear and read about celebrities splitting up, it normalizes divorce for the regular person. It makes you feel closer to them, that despite the glamour, despite the fact that we're so enamored with them and their lives, at the end of the day, divorce is one of those things, celebrity or not, millionaire or not, billionaire or not, famous or not, it's an equalizer. And so Dave, what are your thoughts? Yeah, for sure. It is one of those moments where we watch celebrities kind of the same way sports fans follow sports. And when magazines were bigger, folks like you and I would probably pick up a, a copy of Sports Illustrated to read up and others pick up People or Extra or whatever whatever gossip magazine you can find. And so I am intrigued by the question, should we care? And I think we it, it's okay to care because these celebrities invite us to care, whether they say they're role, role models or not. They're followed so closely. So it's it's there is a little bit of a, a whiff of, I don't know, voyeurism that maybe is is sort of uncouth for us to care. And it's, it's like it's their lives. Maybe we should leave them alone. But when things are going great for them, they don't want us to leave them alone. They want us to pay attention to them. So I think they sort of sign up for this sort of thing. We now move to the portion of the program where we invite you to ask questions of the attorney here. We're on to Ask Evan. Ask Evan. Ask Evan. Ask Evan. Question comes from William in Queens, New York. William writes, Dear Evan, I'm not sure, but I suspect my wife has been hiding assets during our marriage, and now we're headed for divorce. What legal steps can I take to ensure a fair division of property and hold her accountable for her actions? William, thanks for the question. There is so much jam-packed into this question. Dave, we might have to have a podcast episode just on this topic. Mm. But William, rest assured, if there's hidden assets, you, your divorce attorney, and your team of professionals can find them. And there's a lot of steps to take. And look, it begins with a statement of net worth that both you and your spouse will need to fill out. This is a sworn two statements swearing to the truth and accuracy of the assets and the financial information that you list. And then there's the discovery stage. And you've heard me talk about the discovery phase of a divorce several times before, but it's the time period in a divorce action where financial information is exchanged. Tax returns, business records, bank statements, credit card statements. And if, in fact, that production, that discovery production is incomplete, your attorney can serve subpoenas for any missing information. You can take the deposition of your spouse, serve interrogatories on your spouse to get answers to specific questions on finances. And you can also bring in a financial expert whose sole job it is, is to uncover any hidden assets. Now, William, I give you all that to tell you, look, there's a lot of stress and pressure and, and feelings associated with the divorce process, don't let this be one of them. This should not be one of your added stresses right now. Give the information to your attorney. Give your concerns to your attorney and your team of advisors and let the process of doing your due diligence begin. That's another edition of Ask Evan. If you want to submit a question for Evan to answer on the podcast, email producer Dave at david at pod617.com. Our featured guests on this week's episode of the Shine On Podcast are Olivia Howell and Jenny Dryson. 
They're the co-founders of the Fresh Start Registry, the go-to platform to help you design your future during and after divorce. I'm excited to talk with both of you about your work, about the platform. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. I'm excited. And let's get into the research and the things that you conducted really before launching the divorce registry. Yeah, that's a great question. So like any innovation, right? It came from necessity. So I went through my own separation about four years ago, and I have a little bit of a background in the registry world. I was the social media director for a baby registry website for a long time. And so I I knew a little bit about registries, but we, we come, Jenny and I are sisters and we come from a family of divorce. And so we've been through divorce. We knew divorce or we thought we knew divorce. Right. <laughs> and then I went through it myself and I stayed in the marital residence and Jenny came over and we kind of cleaned out the house, right. From the things I had had on my wedding registry and shared with my ex and it was really traumatic and triggering and so I thought this is when this is when we need the registry most right when half of our stuff is gone and the other half of our stuff was from our wedding registry and we really don't want to see that anymore right so you know we cleaned out the house I kind of floated the idea to Jenny our background is in marketing we have a marketing agency and at the time we had a full client load we were like this is not the time to launch a registry I did did a little research, right? Speaking of research, I looked up divorce registry. Is there a divorce registry? The only thing that came up were articles saying, why is there not a divorce registry? Nobody had built a divorce registry. And I'm the kind of person that when I see it's not out there in the world, I got to go build it. So we kind of percolated on the idea. And then Jenny went through her own breakup, which I'll let her talk about. <laughs> yeah. So I had the opposite experience of my sister. I lived with somebody for six years. We were together for 10 years and we were engaged. And when we broke up, I left the apartment. We lived in Queens and I left the apartment. I moved back out to Long Island to live near my family. And I left with nothing. Like I had just my clothes and some heirlooms of my grandmother's and I moved into this really sweet first floor of an old house and I had no furniture. I had no sheets. I had not nothing like not a plate, not a fork. And I had so many people that were coming to me and they wanted to help. My loved ones wanted to help. My community wanted to support me. I had friends offering to break down boxes. I had friends offering to come build furniture. And so Olivia and I really noticed this thing of like, people want to help and people need help. How do we connect this? How do we bridge that gap? Where does that come in? And the registry was a big part of that of, okay, I know that you need something, but how do I, how do I get you the thing that you need? It's not really useful to me to have 16 throw blankets, but what I do need are towels and plates and a microwave. So that was sort of, we, I broke up with my ex in June and by August we were building the website. So it kind of happened quickly, but getting back to the idea of research, I mean, one of the things that we came across when we were trying to get into everything was the traditional registry, babies, weddings, maybe a housewarming, maybe. How many times you, are you going to get away with having a wedding registry? If you get married more than once, you probably aren't going to have more than one wedding registry. Your baby registry, you maybe get two, three of those. The thing is you go through, what is it, Olivia? 14 major yeah. life changes in your existence between breakups and moves and job changes, et cetera. There's 14 that each and every one of us go through. So we wanted to really address that big market. 
of all these people that are not being supported in those in those life changes. Right. Jenny, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, no, and I think it's absolutely brilliant because one of the things as a divorce attorney I find is there's so much fear, there's so much concern when people yeah. separate, people break up. There's a concern about starting over. What's life going to yeah. look like? There's that fear. It's whether it's dating, whether it's moving to a new home, a new apartment, even the most simplest of things in terms of buying pots and pans. Oh, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it gives people so much anxiety, especially after everything they went through from an emotional standpoint. So I think what you're doing, what you're both doing is absolutely brilliant. So let's talk about how, when the information about the registry is delivered to friends and family, how do you suggest that the message be conveyed? Oh, I love this question. I think you're the first person that's asked us this. Yeah, that's the first um, time. I, I love this question. So with the registry, the whole point and the whole kind of uh, premise is to, we always say, we are in the business of support and we eliminate the overwhelm, like you said, Evan, of these like big, brave life decisions like divorce. I kind of used myself as like a client when I was going through this, right? I was a single mom at the time. My kids were two and five. I didn't have the emotional wherewithal to pick the new dishes and the towels, right? And so we always say that the items on a registry are not gifts. They are support, right? And support can come in so many ways, right? Support can come as a text message, sending somebody dinner. But like you said, when you go through a divorce, especially, and you have less things or you need the new things, building that registry of the things that bring you joy, right? That you need for your house is so empowering. And what we have provided for people is scripts that you can actually send out with your registry. So we just released our first book, which is called Simple Scripts to Support Your People. And we're all about scripts because people, again, want to support others. They just don't have the words. So if you go to freshstartsregistry.com, it is always free to build a registry. It is powered by Amazon for multiple reasons. The biggest one is safety and security. Amazon does not share your address with other people who want to buy you a registry gift or a support gift, right? So other registry platforms are not necessarily the same in terms of safety and security. And you can add anything from Amazon, obviously, onto your registry. We also have bundles based on budget, based on rooms of products that we vetted, that we use ourselves, that we read the reviews for. So you can simply go add those to your registry. And then you can have a script and you can, those are all on the website and you can use that script and text it out to your friends and family and say, hey, I'm going through this divorce. If you'd like to support me, I need the new toothbrush holder. And Olivia, I'm glad I'm glad you brought up the book, and I was going to get to that, which I encourage everyone who's going through the process to pick up a copy because I think what you said, having that script, knowing what to say and how to deliver yeah. the message, is so incredibly important because so many people, unfortunately, get that wrong. So, what did you find, <laughs> Jenny, that really drove both of you to 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 want to write the book? Really focus on scripts. What what were people doing wrong? Well, <laughs> what were people doing? Olivia and I always say we have a pathological need to support. And so we just like, we want to support people in every aspect of their life, really. And all those aspects of those tough moments. I do think, Evan, as kids, we were around a lot of goofy adults. And often what would be said to us was, oh, 
they just don't know what to say. When people would say foolish things to us, we'd be like, this person said something and it hurt my feelings. And people would say, they just don't know what to say. And Olivia and I were like, well, we can solve that. We can solve that they just don't know what to say. (laughs) I think so often people really do want to get it right when it comes, especially when it comes to things like divorce or grief or stepping into your truth or job loss. And they just don't know what to say. And I think we're kind of in this culture where you ha- you feel like you have this pressure on you to get it right. And people are coming into your space at all hours of the day between DMs and, and text messages. And we just wanted to, again, remove the overwhelm because so often that first contact of I tell you something vulnerable and your response to me, that can make or break the conversation or the relationship or that connection, that bond. So we wanted to give people that initial thing to say that maybe will lead them on the path. I mean, I think one of the things that Olivia and I found really interesting when writing the book was our minds changed, our neural pathways changed, the way we started responding to people changed while we were writing the book. My fiance edited the book for us and I could tell that the way he was speaking to me changed. Like when you start sort of getting into that mindset and thinking about how to interact with people in this way that validates them and supports them and expresses your feelings for them, it just really, it sort of changes the trajectory of your conversations. That's no, incredibly important. Olivia, let me ask you, do your clients or people who start a registry, do they run the risk of pouring salt in the wounds of their ex-spouse who might see that they've started this registry and in some ways they're celebrating a breakup? That's such a good question. So a couple of things. So we don't collect user data on anybody okay. who built a registry. That was an initial kind of decision that we made when we started the, the platform. We are obviously a tech platform and we wanted this to be the one safe spot. People could come on the internet to get everything they need to start again. So aside from the registry, we also have our hype team of uh, experts that you can build. So we have the resource guide of experts. You have to apply to be a fresh starts expert and And this is in all categories, right? From divorce lawyers to mortgage lenders, but also stylists, dating coaches, matchmakers, life coaches. And so we have over 70 experts. Most of them work virtually and you can come build that hype team as well. So we wanted a place for people to get the items they needed and also get the people they needed. In terms of your question, we are all about empowering people through life transitions, right? And so we see divorce as liberation for both people. We see it as a celebration of life. It's a mitzvah, right? Divorce is allowing two people to pursue the joy that they maybe not didn't have before. And yes, I mean, I myself, I'm very always careful with what I say about my own ex-husband. It's something that I kind of try to impart to people when I when I work with do workshops or when I work with other women, that the story that you tell about your divorce is your story. And we're, we are, I think the only, we are the only platform that celebrates divorce in, in the terms that we don't believe divorce is a competition. We don't believe that you win at something with divorce, right? We do, we believe that with divorce, you are focusing on your future, on your new, right, fresh start and all of that. And so we really try to help people understand that it's less about, really, it has nothing to do with the other person and so much to do with rewriting your new story. And obviously, people are going to get hurt, but everybody's allowed to pursue joy. And I think that's something that we're really giving people permission to do. And Olivia, one of the things I love about the platform is 
really the, the the professionals, right? The resources, because I've always said divorce is a true team sport that nobody should go through mm-hmm. the divorce process and yeah. separation alone. And so I love the resources that the two of you provide on the website for people separating or in the post-divorce stage. Jenny, could you share success stories or testimonials or feedback that you've heard from individuals who have used the divorce registry? I mean, I think across the platform between the 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 item side and the hype team side it's been really amazing as olivia said we don't have any data on our we call them freshies the people that are starting over they're the freshies but we get amazing anecdotal stories olivia and i get flooded with dms from people that are using our website and are connecting with experts we have one friend who connected with one of our divorce coaches and she said just knowing that this woman kara who's the divorce coach i don't have to she doesn't have to be anonymous. Knowing that Kara was on her side and having her there. And I think a thing people don't understand about a divorce coach is it seems like it's another expense, more money. The last thing you have when you're going through a divorce as well is money. Nobody has any money. And they think, oh no, how am I going to afford this other expense? But you know, I think a six-week term with with Kara, a six-week program with Kara is, runs about $1,500. And $1,500 is like, it could be three hours of a divorce lawyer's time. And so the idea that you could be turning to Kara in these moments of confusion and frustration and concern and asking her and walking through those those fears with her rather than turning to your divorce attorney, who's not meant to be there as a coach or a therapist or anything like that. I would that. agree. I would, I would often... absolutely, absolutely agree with <laughs> yeah. that. You know, we don't know who do who different to... things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We don't know who to turn to, which actually we just launched this really cool offering, which is a free resource for everybody. And it's divorceguide.co. And in it, we have all these different verticals of questions that you can ask your divorce coach, your divorce attorney, real estate people, while you're going through a divorce, each vertical comes with a workshop, a workbook page. So you can print it out and call them and and fill it in while you're on the phone with them. And it has uh, like lists like 10 reasons why to work with a divorce coach, because I think people just don't know that these resources are available and these are things that they have access to. But to answer your question, so it was really comforting to our friend to be able to work with Kara. On the other side of it, on the item side of it, we have another friend who Olivia was brought to tears by her story. Another user, she wasn't a friend, but she contacted Olivia and said, I used your kids room bundle to outfit my children's room when I moved into the new apartment away from my marital residence. And I know that if I can speak for my sister, who <laughs> could speak for herself, but I won't let her, is... <laughs> I know that it was really emotional for Olivia to put together that bundle because when you are building a new home, a new comforting space for your children to be able to outfit it in a way for them that's comfortable, that feels safe, that feels familiar, that's so paramount when you have children that you're that are going through a divorce with you. So to have this woman come to us and show us, she sent us pictures of the bedroom that was outfitted with the items that we'd put on that bundle. Olivia was was crying when she came to me and showed me her phone. <laughs> Olivia, take us into that moment that Jenny describes when you worked yeah. with that user and what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I'm going to take you back a little further. So when we were building Fresh Start, I, like I said, I have two small boys and I really wanted the platform to be the safe place, especially for women like me, right? Who were going through a divorce, so overwhelmed, depressed, right? And just wanted to provide a safe space for my children. 
So when I was building out this bundle and it's very affordable, right? It has things like a little bookshelf and lamps and all the things that will make your children feel at home. Because as any parent knows, that's number one when you're going through a divorce, right? And uh, a lot of women, as Evan, have to leave the marital residence. I, I would say 90% of my girlfriends who've gone through a divorce had to leave. And so I built this years ago when we started the platform to see it come to life before my eyes of people using these items to actually build these bedrooms for their children, which is exactly what I envisioned, gives me chills. Like that is exactly why we do what we do is so that a newly single mom can go to Fresh Starts and say, Olivia and Jenny recommended these products. I'm going to add them to my my registry. I'm going to ask for the support. And actually, we had a friend of ours who used Fresh Starts, and she put her registry on Twitter, and a bunch of Twitter friends, I mean, I'm going to cry talking about it, bought her a ton of things for her registry. So your community can be in so many places. And something that's really important for us to hammer home with people is that it is okay to ask for support. And it's okay to give support, right? We always say it's okay to love on your people. So we're really here, really passionately, Jenny said, about bridging that gap between the two uh, entities. Olivia, I love that. And hearing that story, it's incredibly powerful. And you use the word community. And I lived through it with my clients. Both of you went through it. You lived through it with the work that you do on the platform and the Fresh Start Registry. People don't realize or appreciate how long a divorce can take, (laughs) how big of a transition Mm life-wise it is Mm -hmm. with children, without children, your entire world is turned upside down and everything Mm -hmm. changes. Transition, your children, you talk about setting up that room. These are often things that even the small details, they're so incredibly important because they're your children. It's their life. You want there to be stability and familiarity and consistency for them. So When you talk about that story and how you worked with that person, it's incredibly powerful. And let me ask, Jenny, what are your plans? You talk about the book for expanding the reach and the impact of the divorce registry going forward. I mean, Olivia and I, what are our plans? So much of what we do is, like we said, giving permission to support people, giving permission to ask for support and removing the shame from big life transitions. We want to celebrate people's big decisions. Divorce is often not easy and it's often not fun, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't the right choice. And we really want to give people permission to embrace that and say, you know what, I'm having a hard time right now, but it was the right choice for me. So We have more books that are coming out. We have another workbook coming out this summer, probably. We have a workbook that goes along with Simple Scripts to Support Your People. That's called the Vase Method Workbook. And we have more Simple Scripts books down the line, too. Like I said, we just launched the divorceguide.co, which is how many? Probably 12 different... 18... I'm sorry, 18 different verticals uh, with worksheet pages and lists and questions to ask experts so that you are sort of on the right track. Because again, it is so overwhelming when you're going through these changes. You don't know what to ask. I mean, I just went to a doctor's appointment the other day and I forgot to ask the most important question, which was when can I wear contacts again? So it's like (laughs) you forget the most important questions that you have to ask when you're in those appointments or when you're in talking to those people on the phone. So we wanted to eliminate the overwhelm 
realm of that. And then we're just, we have our podcast, A Fresh Story, that talks to people going through, that have gone through fresh starts, because one of the important aspects to us was that everybody understood, like, Fresh Starts started with Olivia's divorce, but it is about so much more than that. And we wanted to talk about all different kinds of fresh starts. We've had people whose fresh starts were a breast reduction and people whose fresh starts were signing a modeling contract. So it kind of goes all over the place. Olivia, what else do we have on the docket? I I mean, we are deeply ambitious. I, Jenny jokes, I always say I, I, my goal is to change the world, right? I believe wholeheartedly that if we can switch the flip from, or flip the switch, right? From, from change the expressions, part of change the the expression (laughs) from, from people going through these life transitions and shaming them instead, and then changing that to empowerment that actually changes the vibration of how somebody feels. And when we can Mm -hmm. process things differently, when our subconscious can process things differently, it changes our behaviors, it changes our actions, and it changes the way we move through the world. So I'm a big believer in community support. We're excited. We're going to be launching some some workshops about how we can use the VAS method, which is the VAS method is our proprietary revolutionary method called it's validate acknowledge support and express and that's how we build every single script so we're going to be launching workshops for uh, corporations to use this with their employees for schools to use this we have therapists who already use our book with their clients the book is also really popular in the neurodivergent sphere because it really helps people find the words they need and so we're going to be really trying to get we're, we're going to bigger stages television there's there's more stuff coming a lot of things in the works. But our whole thing is we want to help people shake the shackles of shame and empower them through all of these life transitions and celebrate divorce so that nobody ever feels alone going through the process. To say the future is bright would be an understatement because that's all fantastic (laughs) stuff. Jenny, going back to you, could you share any insights or trends that you observed when it comes to gift preferences? of individuals going through divorce? Interesting question. I think that a lot of people are moving away from, in wedding registries, you see a lot of things that are are sort of like luxurious or grand. And I think a lot of people are moving towards more like the cluster core movement, which is when creating intentional spaces in your home that feel really meaningful to you. So I feel like that's something that we're seeing right now is people buying things. And this actually, it fits so in perfectly with what we're doing because people buying things and people collecting things in their homes that are really meaningful to them. So when, when I was going through my fresh start, there were some items that friends and family bought me. And I felt so loved in those moments, like knowing that my plates were from my aunt or that my mugs were from my mom. And I felt really loved in that moment. So I think the cluster core fits in with that because it's about creating these small vignettes in your house with items that are practical and that also have a lot of meaning to you. So we're seeing a lot of that of practical items that are still really beautiful, like jars and dishes, serving platters, dishes, yeah, vases, things like that. I think we're also seeing a lot of empowering items. So like things like journals, right. And also like comfort, like we see a lot of like the throw blankets and the, even like uh, cardigans, right. Like things that are just like really like loving to the person who's going through these changes. But I would say too, like the, the kind of big things that people tend to add to the registry are the kitchen items 
items, right? The the plates, yeah. the utensils, new towels, new sheets, new blankets, right? Kind of those more tactile items that you uh, need mm-hmm. for that fresh start. Now for a fun segment, producer Dave is going to come back on and Dave's going to take it away. He has wonderful quotes prepared, or we're going to get both of your takes and perspectives. Dave, take it away. All right, Evan. We're going to give you three quotes. All of them are about relationships, and you can just react pro, con, or otherwise. In a segment we call They Said It. They Said It. They Said It. They Said It. it. From author Rita Mae Brown, she says the following. Divorce is the one human tragedy that reduces everything to cash. (laughs) Jenny, would you like to start with that one? Just agree, disagree, or react. I mean, divorce is a contract. I mean, marriage is a contract, right? And divorce is an ending of that contract. And this gets back to a conversation Olivia and I have been having about uh, certain people's quest to end no-fault divorce in certain states in the union. And I think that when we talk about divorce, if we're going to talk about it in in the way of it being a cash thing, yeah, like this is a contract and we're going to end the contract. And that's why no-fault divorce is incredibly important because you should be able to get out of any contract. As far as divorce is a concept of the ending of a marital relationship and a love affair that lasted for some period of time, I'm going to disagree with that one. But I, I think that there is an aspect of it that does come down to money. And again, that is why I'm passionate about no-fault divorce remaining legal in all 50 states. Olivia? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Jenny. I was just having this uh, dialogue on Twitter just the other day about no-fault divorce and how it is a safety and security measure for so many people. And I also think that divorce is only a tragedy when you see marriage as our only reason for existing as humans, right? So I think that there are divorce, I mean, obviously we see it as liberating and a wonderful option for so many people. And as we say at Fresh Starts, no happy marriage ends in divorce. And I think that that's something to remember. Very good answers both. Next quote comes to us from Dr. Seuss. I do not like green eggs and ham. No, wait, that's the wrong quote. Dr. Seuss <laughs> actually said the following. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Olivia, your thoughts on that one? So, like I said, I have two kids and I am a staunch believer in that you never speak poorly about your ex in front of your children. There are plenty of other people to speak poorly about your ex too. So I (laughs) really, as hard as the divorce process is, my children are half my ex-husband and I want them to know all of the beautiful parts of what I fell in love with with him and where they came from. And so I, my ex-husband is an example. He was, he is a musician. And so I still play his music for my children. I still want them to know where they came from. And I smile because it happened, even though it didn't maybe end in the way I thought it was going to, it ended the way that it was supposed to. Great answer. Jenny, tough act to follow. Your thoughts? (laughs) Yeah, I think that that is, I I completely agree with it. And I think that that's something that sometimes comes with a little bit of time and a little bit of reflection and space. I could not have imagined ending my engagement that I, the 10 year relationship that I was in and the day that it ended was a surprise to both of us. But now I see the way that being with him for the decade set me on a trajectory and set me up to be in the relationship that I'm in now and to be in the place in my life and start the company that I have now. And uh, I'll say it here because I don't think he'll listen to it. I've always said that at some point I will thank him 
for all of that. And I, I usually say not today, but I guess today's the day. Like I am grateful for everything that I went through in that relationship and for who he was, because it allowed me to be where I am today and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So I'm, I am smiling because it happened. It just reminded me of something, which Evan, I may cut out of the podcast later, but I had my wife's name as a tattoo on my arm. And after I got divorced, I had to decide, decide what to do with it. It's written mm -hmm. in cursive here. So above it, uh, you know what? You can't see. But anyway, we got married in Texas. Above it, I put a little symbol of the state of Texas. with It said TX, but which meant Texas, but which also meant thanks. So mm -hmm. I, 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 yeah. wa I wanted to thank her for the, the good years. Jenny, if you don't yeah, mind. I if, think that's beautiful. If you don't mind. Thank you. You want? Should I let you know where I got it? It's right around the corner. No, I'm just kidding. I think the sentiment is beautiful. I can't see. The oh, okay. Yeah, I should have known that's what you meant, Jenny. If you don't mind me asking, how could your your split have been a surprise to both of you? We weren't talking about that. We were talking about having a baby, and I just knew something wasn't right. And I've told the story many times, so I'm, I'm pretty open with it. I, we, we'd always had our sort of like, I would say love language struggles. Like we just never were quite synced up and we got together so young. I was 23 when we started dating and we'd been engaged. We had had a COVID wedding plan. We had a plan, wedding plan that ended up being canceled because of COVID, but it never really felt easy. And it wasn't a bad, it was a really nice relationship. It was honestly, he was never scary. He, we never, we didn't, we were really good fighters. We, we didn't like call names or anything, like really like good at, at arguing. And I just, we went, we we're going to go watch Loki, the show Loki. Sure. And I went into the bedroom to take out my contacts, again, the contacts. Mm. And uh, I took out my contacts and I started crying and I walked into the other room and he said, what's wrong? And I said, we have to figure out what is going on in our relationship because something was not right. And uh, he said, no, no, let's not do that. And I said, no, no, we have to figure this out. And he just said, we sat down and he said, I don't think I'm in love with you anymore. And I don't think we should have a baby. <laughs> okay. Well, I took off my engagement ring mm. and that was it. I mean, mm. and I think he was surprised. I think he was surprised that I ended things that moment. I, I don't know what he expected to happen, but <laughs> I moved out the next day. So it was not a big fight. It was not dramatic. It, I mean, I called my sister and she was like, you seem weirdly serene. And I was like, it's just done. It's over. It's a very sad thing, but it, it's perhaps sadder that so many, <clears throat> so many couples, I think, are in that a, a very similar situation, and neither yeah. part, neither party, you know, has the courage to say what needs yeah, to be said. Yeah, I always say it doesn't have to be bad for it not to be good. It just wasn't right, yeah. and I knew the second I took off my engagement ring, like the clouds parted, I, and I saw that I was going to have a really beautiful life. Mm. And uh, I just knew that I'm, I'm glad I'm thankful for him for being bold in that moment and just saying it because like you said, so often neither, neither one has the courage to say yep. the thing that's yeah. really hard. Yeah. All right. We'll move to our final quote. This comes from the chairman of the board, New York shout out, Evan Frank Sinatra said the following, the best revenge is massive success. Jenny, I think it's your turn to go first. I don't know. I mean, we started a company based on our breakups. So I think that's what we have to say about that. Olivia and I, the best revenge is a life well lived is, is what I truly believe. And you don't worry about those people because other people's opinions of you are none of your business, but you just go out and you live the life that brings you the most joy. Olivia. 
Oh yeah. I have big plans. I'm global domination. <laughs> so yeah, hundred percent. And Barbara Corcoran says this too, right? She says injured entrepreneurs are always the, the ones that work the hardest. And I think when you have had some sort of trauma or tragedy and you can, you can go two ways, right? You can go the way of hurting other people with your trauma, or you can go the way of helping other people with your trauma. And we always choose to help. And so we lead with kindness. We are heart-led leaders. And I, we always say, when you can lead with your heart, you can never fail. And uh, yeah, when you can make the most of what you went through and help other people, then that's the best the best revenge of, of all. Excellent. <clears throat> well, I will say it. Revenge is yours, or at the very least, success <laughs> is yours. And Thank success you. in you. this segment, uh, very well done. Evan, back to you, as they say. Dave, that was fantastic. Olivia, Jenny, I want to thank you both for coming on the podcast. Tell everybody listening how they can find out more information about both of you, start a registry, get a copy of the book, and really find out about all the wonderful things both of you are doing. Yeah, you can go to freshstartsregistry.com and you can build a registry there for build the registry for free. We have a ton of free content there. And you can go to divorceguide.co, which we just launched. And that has, like we said, 18 different verticals with super helpful questions and content. We are Fresh Starts Registry on Instagram. We're Fresh Starts here on Twitter. And we're really accessible to people. If you have questions, if you need support, the book is called Simple Scripts to Support Your People, What to Say When You Don't Know What to Say. It's available on Amazon, Barnes Noble, and bookshop.org. And our podcast is A Fresh Story. We also, I wanted to mention, if you are a expert who wants to become a Fresh Starts expert, what we do for our experts, it's a monthly membership and it is a business development community membership. And so we provide our experts with business development, social media, marketing, and public relations support as well. It's $37 a month. So if anybody's listening and you are a divorce lawyer, Evan, or anything like that, <laughs> and you'd like to come become a Fresh Starts expert, it is an amazing community. Yeah. So we always say we are like all about the web of support. So we support our experts so they can support their clients. And it's just a fantastic place to be. And that's everyone from divorce attorneys, divorce coaches, to interior designers, style coaches, therapists, life coaches, breathing coaches, forgiveness coaches. So if you are wondering if you can become a Fresh Starts expert and you're interested, come talk to us and uh, we'd be happy to guide you. That's is it, fantastic. Is there, something, yeah. is there something magical about the number 37? Is that why it's $37 a month? No, it's $444 a year. Okay. So that's like a, an angel number. <laughs> oh, okay. Glad I asked. This is a good question. Hey, thank you both for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Episode 65 of the Shine On Podcast. This was fun. An absolute blast. The Shine On Podcast featured guest spot, Fresh Start Registry, the co-founders, the sisters, Olivia Dreisen, Howell, and Jenny Dreisen. They were fantastic. And Dave, it brings up the question that all the listeners of the podcast want to know from you. If there's one thing that producer Dave would put on his divorce registry, <laughs> what would it be? How about the Boston Red Sox? The whole team. <laughs> Somebody buy the Red Sox for me. They need help. I love it. I love it. You only need about five bucks for that. But no, I love the answer. <laughs> A couple people can go in on that gift, Evan. Pool your money. Be creative, people. More more than merrier absolutely and you can listen to the podcast and all major podcast platforms apple spotify stitcher and wherever else you listen to your podcast including 
the one and only Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. I'm Evan Shine, and I'll talk to you again real soon.